It's easy when the lights are on. Turn them off. What do you got? If it's not hard, there's the door. Work hard. Get better. It's simple. Practice doesn't make perfect. No. Perfect practice makes perfect. It's there for the take. Dobbs drops back. We may not have it all together, but I believe together we can have it all. Fires on for the end zone. Can't lose on three. One, two, three. Can't lose. The pass is going to be caught by Tennessee. Tennessee wins. by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. I don't believe I saw that. You've tuned in to the Two Sweet Sports Podcast. And speaking of sweet, here's the man of the hour, Colton Pickard. Welcome into the Two Sweet Sports Podcast. The MLB season is just beginning with pitchers and catchers reporting this week. And with that comes one of the biggest stories of the week out of Oakland slash Oklahoma, where Kyler Murray has officially committed his future to football. In the 2018 MLB draft, he was drafted by the Oakland Athletics ninth overall, so his football future was uncertain, but the Athletics allowed him to play his final year of football with the Sooners, and soon to find out, that was a bad decision for them. And I'm not sure if he knew that he was going to be playing football or baseball even up to this week. Uh, during Super Bowl week, he went on the Dan Patrick show and it seemed like he didn't know what he was going to do, or he at least didn't want to give anything away for what he was going to do, but he kept it pretty secretive. Murray signed a $4.33 million deal with the Athletics, and he will have to return $1.29 million of the $1.5 million signing bonus he received, and he forfeits the remaining $3.16 million of his contract. So, Murray is leaving a bit of money behind with baseball, and baseball does have good money. Good money is baseball money. It equals out. It's perfect. If I could choose one or the other, if I was going to make baseball money or football money, you got to pick baseball money. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are about to sign millions and millions of dollars. They're about to to make millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars of that. Uh, But if he can convince somebody to take him in the first round, he'll be fine. Uh, if he's a franchise quarterback, he makes his name in the league, goes through the process, gets to second, third, fourth contract, he's going to be all right. He's not going to miss that baseball money because, as we've seen recently, that quarterback money is also good money. Even if you're not good, that quarterback money is good money. Average quarterbacks are getting paid very, very, very good. So, Kyler Murray's got to look just to be average, really, to be honest. All he's got to do is be average, and he's going to get that good quarterback money. If he is drafted in the first round, he'll be the first athlete to be drafted in the first round of both the MLB and NFL draft. So, we'll see. Uh, Kyler Murray could make some history, make a little money on draft night coming up. And speaking of Oakland, the Raiders might be able to stay in Oakland for 2019. 
the Raiders are in serious talks to stay in Oakland, and if everything does fall through, then the Raiders can move outside of Oakland, but they have to look at every possible option, explore every option, and go after that and try to make anything work before they go outside of Oakland. Two surprising cities are trying to partner with the Raiders for the upcoming season if they stay or if they move out of Oakland. And these two cities would share hosting duties. Uh, those two cities are Tucson, Arizona, and Birmingham, Alabama. As you know, with the AAF, Arizona just got a new AAF team, and Birmingham just got a new AAF team. So it's interesting to see both of these places wanting a new football team, or want to bring in the the Raiders, I guess, as an NFL team, so then they can reap the benefits. So we'll see. That's interesting. Uh, the Raiders are heading to Las Vegas in 2020, but they have to find a home for 2019 first, obviously. And apparently there are some big Raiders fans, uh, or there's a big Raiders fan base in Alabama, according to some reports coming out. So that'll be interesting to see if Birmingham can secure that spot with Tucson and see if they can host some games in the upcoming season. The Cleveland Browns have decided to give Kareem Hunt a second chance. And that second chance comes with a one-year, $1 million contract for the upcoming season. Of course, the Chiefs cut Hunt after a video surfaced of him shoving and kicking a woman from February 2018. He could face up to a six-game suspension from the NFL upon his return, so his second chance could be shortened. So he has to take advantage of this shortened season to prove his worth. Although he is young and has a lot of upside, I think he's going to be all right. Uh, I think he'll have it. If he does have at least a decent season, people are going to be interested. Uh, people are going to want to bring him to their franchise uh people like the browns that need a good running back and if the browns were smart they would lock him up after this year with a long-term deal the browns general manager john dorsey drafted hunt in kansas city says the young running back deserves a second chance hunt has been going through alcohol and anger management counseling and will continue to do so while he is with the browns so maybe with him doing that, he's showing initiative to the league, that he's trying to get better, he's trying to correct his actions. Maybe they'll ease up on the punishment since he was cut last year and was forced to sit out the rest of last season, including the postseason. And him knowing that if he did stay with the Chiefs, if he was with the Chiefs, then he could have led them to a Super Bowl. They could have won a Super Bowl this year if they had Kareem Hunt. But that's something we've got that he's got to live with. That's something we'll never know. So, I think he's had a pretty good punishment for now. Obviously, domestic violence or or whatever, uh, kicking, hitting women is obviously not accepted. Not in the league. Not anywhere. So we'll see where Goodell and the NFL land on that. 
John Dorsey did say he does feel comfortable with bringing Hunt into the organization, although it didn't go over well with some GMs around the league. Lions GM Bob Quinn was vocal about the situation, saying the Lions didn't feel comfortable bringing in a player who's had numerous issues. He said, quote, I I want good players and I want good people in this organization, end quote. So harsh words coming out of Detroit. The Lions decide not to pursue a top-tier talented running back due to past issues. I guess that's why they have zero Super Bowls. You suck! And speaking of suck, there's been a trade. Uh, Coming out of the NFL involving an elite quarterback or a not elite quarterback, depending on where you stand, Joe Flacco is on the move from the Ravens. He is heading to Denver to join the Broncos, and the Ravens will receive a mid-round pick in return. I believe it was a fourth-round pick, but I cannot confirm that. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But I believe what I saw was a fourth pick. That might change. I don't know. This is an interesting move by the Broncos because they just paid Case Keenum big money, and now they've traded for Joe Flacco and could take a quarterback in the draft. John Elway reportedly fell in love with former Missouri quarterback Drew Locke, so that quarterback room could reach capacity this year with two vets competing for the starting job, along with a young rookie gunslinger who could swoop out could swoop out from under them and steal the job from them. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything goes down in Denver this upcoming season and in the future how John Elway takes on that situation. Keeping it rolling here from former Missouri quarterback Drew Locke to current Missouri football head football coach Barry Odom. Odom is upset with some coaches around the SEC trying to poach his seniors after it was announced the Tigers will be serving a postseason ban this season. The only coach he called out was Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt. Odom said everybody is going to have a bad day. You combine that with somebody that who'd we beat 51-17 to this year, Tennessee, yeah, those guys, They are nonstop reaching out daily saying, hey, come here. The grass isn't always greener somewhere else. So Odom is clearly upset with Pruitt and his staff at Tennessee, but he's not doing anything wrong rules-wise. At least Jeremy Pruitt isn't. I don't think Odom's upset or going after them due to that, but more because it's unethical. I guess it's unethical to go after your rival's seniors, I guess or go around the head coach to get to the seniors, but, I mean, if you go to Barry Odom for the seniors, he's not going to give them up. So, I mean, how else can you really go? But if they do choose to transfer, Missouri seniors can transfer wherever they want, and they will be able to play immediately. And they have a few studs on their team, so I can't really blame other teams in the SEC trying to go after them and getting those seniors from Missouri. Odom also said that it's going to be awkward when they have to meet for the SEC coaches luncheon. So I'm not sure exactly what that means. 
I don't know if he's going to try to go after each coach or go after other coaches or what. I'm not sure, but I can tell you we will definitely hear about it if something goes down. Now going from one crazy coach to another. A five-star quarterback or a five-star transfer quarterback from Clemson detailed his visit with Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Hunter Johnson committed to Northwestern and will be transferring there, but before he made that decision, he had a few options. And one of those options was Michigan. Johnson said he first met Harbaugh outside his office and his hair was messed up, and he looked like he basically slept in his office the night before. It looked like, uh, Johnson said it looked like he just rolled out of bed. So, he said Harbaugh went back into his office and put on his khakis and his hat, of course. What else would a Harbaugh wear? Harbaugh also showed Johnson a rocking chair from his favorite restaurant, Cracker Barrel, and said, you can't beat bacon. Later on, they went out for pizza. Harbaugh got impatient after the hostess was moving slowly, so he went in the back and did whatever Harbaugh's do, and he got him a table on the patio. Johnson said his p- the pizza took forever to get there, so Harbaugh was, again, uneasy. And Johnson said it was just funny. So, a funny but not surprising story coming from Harbaugh and Michigan shows some interesting recruiting tactics from Harbaugh. He has been known in the past to go to interesting measures to get certain recruits, but I guess he didn't do enough to get this Clemson transfer. A report came out on college football teams that dominated the past five years of recruiting, and surprisingly, Michigan was not on it. The five teams are Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson. Not Clemson. I lied. And USC. That is Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, LSU, and USC. It's not surprising that Alabama is atop of this list. One of those teams that is most surprising on the list to me is USC. I would think Clemson was on the list, but they are actually eighth. USC is the most underachieving team out of any of these teams after going just 5-7 and seven this past year. Like I said, Clemson does sit at number eight on this list, and believe it or not, Dabo Sweeney has not had a top-five recruiting class in the past five years, but regardless of that, he's definitely bringing in the talent that he wants and developing them really how he wants, and he's doing a great job at it because he just won his second national championship. Well, that's all from me today, folks. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next week for another podcast. Uh, I'll try to do a little more baseball and basketball on the next podcast. I know it's basketball season and baseball's just kicking off, but there was still a lot of football news this week, uh, so... Might as well go ahead and knock that out while I can. So, baseball, basketball fans, tune in next week. I will do my best to add more baseball, basketball, maybe even a little hockey. So, if we have any hockey fans out there, make sure you tune in next week. You might find yourself listening to a little hockey here on Two Sweet Sports Podcast. Once again, thanks for listening. Hit me up on Twitter. 
at Pick 6 Pickard. If you have any suggestions, anything you want to talk about on the show, if you want to share your opinion, hit me up, let me know how you feel, and we can go from there. You might even find yourself featured on next week's podcast. Once again, thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great weekend.